Okay, Wagwan family, uh, welcome to Bethel Space, uh, my space. Another episode, um, and this episode, I feel like it will be a bit different, but um, it will be a, basically a continuation of basically my whole um, God's rest slash peace for us, um, the series. And I have a wonderful guest of mine that I literally just met last year. Um, I don't want to introduce him for y'all. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, but without further ado, I don't know why I'm so excited, Adrian. But <laughs> but yeah, his name is Adrian. Um, Actually, you, you, uh, how am I going to do this? Okay, I'll ask questions and then like you can answer to like start yourself off. Or do you want to introduce yourself first? How you want to do this? Um, I'll, I'll just um, introduce yourself. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do a brief introduction. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my name is Adrian W. Johnson, and, you know, I live in Pennsylvania, actually, not in Ohio. And it was it was truly a blessing and a divine appointment that uh, God set together or put together uh, for me to meet Bethel and Bethel to meet me. So it's been, you know, by God's grace, we've been growing, we've been growing together, and we've been sharing the gospel, so... It's been nice. Honestly, honestly, that's that's great. Honestly, like I feel like, um, okay. Before we get into that, because I actually had questions for you to introduce yourself, but I, I don't know why I had school for you, but you could name the school if you want. Um, your hobby, um, what you do for a living slash what you plan for the future, because I know you kind of do all. all. Right, so I. He says, it sounds like I do what? You you do all. You do all. Like, you're a gardener. Wow. That's so, like, that's so, that's so different, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's mad different. Yeah. Um, especially. So I'll, I'll just answer, answer yeah, questions yeah. one at a time. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not a good, um, I'm not, I can't, like, really, I'm not going to remember all the questions. Um, you're fine. You're fine. So, I believe the first question was my, my school. Um, right now. Um, I'm enrolled into um, a trade school called Orleans Technical Institute. Um, it's in Philadelphia. And my profession at the moment, I'm the, it's going to be funny, but I'm a security guard. Um, and what I actually plan to do in the future is to talk more about health um, from a biblical lens um, and, you know, showing how science and the Bible really correspond and then I'm going to be, you know, my trade that I'm, you know, going to be certified in by God's grace is HVAC. So basically heating and cooling and refrigerants and such. Right. So I'm going to be talking about, you know, if God wants to make, you know, talking about health, you know, and his word full time. I mean, that's, I mean, I do it when I'm at work regardless, but um, I like, I just, it's just something I do. Like, I don't, I don't like separating the gospel like when I'm. Or to say, like, oh, when I'm at work, I don't talk about God. Like, I talk about God wherever I go. So if God really wants to make it, like, full-time and get paid for it and, you know, to make a living out of his, his, his preaching his word, then by all means, you know, people, he will make that way. People can donate, you know. People can pay for, you know, services on uh, preaching at churches. Um, but that's if God wants to do that. But, you know, at the moment, I haven't received a clear revelation that's that if that's what he wants me to do. So right now I know what he wants me to do is to go through trade school, uh, pick up a trade, um, um, and then help people with their health. 
because Jesus, you know, preached, taught, and healed. And he healed, you know, with natural remedies. So that's that's like what I want to do. Wow, that's that's honestly great. That's so good to hear. I feel like it's so important for like us um, as believers. Like I know, like our initial um, job here on earth is to you know spread the gospel, spread God's love, represent who Christ really and truly is. But within that, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the church. You get me? Mm-hmm. It's definitely like it could be like literally anywhere. Our work um, spaces, um, with our family, friends, like literally everywhere, and like. I feel like that's so raw because, like, this is, like, what you kind of want, like, your passion in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to spread that with um, within the lens of Christ, I feel, I find that so, like, so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Um, but you basically answered my second uh, intro question, like, the future plans you have for yourself. Yeah. Um, but then also I just wanted to talk just a bit about your background, like, where you grew up from, just a little bit of that, and then we'll get straight into it. Wow. Um well, like you said, I like to garden, but <laughs> I'm not attributing that to my Caribbean roots, actually. So um, I'm Jamaican. Well, I'm going, well, going. Yes. Medea, Medea. But, you know, uh, my Bro, Honestly, Adrian, I'm still in a bit of, you know, not war, but you trying to teach me Patsla, and you're not going for that. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's calm. I'll it's learn from somebody else. Maybe Chris will teach me. But it's, it's all okay. right. It's all right. <laughs> but um, my my upbringing was very. Um, I didn't grow up in the church. I did not grow up in the church at all. Um, quite far from it. So I'm accustomed to. Or before Christ, I was really accustomed to living a fast life, um, just doing what I want um, when I wanted to, um, and just. A lot of uh, things are actually useless, you know, a lot of vanity uh, when I look back at it because I'm a person, even in the world, I, but I just didn't have a direction. Um, I just didn't, I never really liked um, busy work. I never liked, you know, just doing something just because, like, I wanted a purpose behind it. Right. Um, I had some form of satisfaction out of it, um, definitively. Um, so um, that was my upbringing. Like, I struggled with a lot, you know from a uh, single parent household, but not just only that, you know, with some other things, um, such as, you know, what we can talk about, we're gonna get into a little bit, um, is some trauma, you know, mental health. So um, by God's grace, God healed me from that. And, you know, maybe I can share my experience. Wow, no, that's honestly so powerful. And that honestly reminds me, um, before we get any further, I just wanna do any trigger warnings. Um, Because this will definitely be talked about mental health um, in general. And I don't, we might discuss, you know, probably some vulnerability points uh, Mm -hmm. or um, just speaking on that. So I just wanted to give a fair warning to anyone who's tuning in right now. Um, But yeah, let's let's, let's get into it. Um, Let's talk about, you know, the what. What is mental health? Um, For me personally, I'll just start off, but. I think I kind of, I feel like mental health kind of definitely grew like in like being in our faces more recently, like growing up, what, like, what is mental health? The fact that, you know, our minds, like, you know, we have physical, spiritual, emotional, but like to think about mental, like our minds and how we care ourselves, um, that definitely, I became more aware of that definitely in my high school years. 
um, <laughs> mostly, like, I feel like growing up, I couldn't really pinpoint what it actually was. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you have to take on that? Um, when I think of uh, mental health, I think of more so the um, me initially think of or I initially um, think of the psychological side of it, um, the thought process. But what we um, what we commonly see though is the byproduct of that in our physical a- actions um, displayed through our emotions. So um, by definition, mental health is, you know, the psychological and the emotional well-being of someone. So how well is someone doing um, psychologically and emotionally? Wow. Okay. I definitely didn't, I definitely agree. I wasn't really thinking about that um, as well. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel like we kind of, especially because um, that's technically my next um, question, mm-hmm. but I feel as though like growing the way I grew up, I didn't really think about, you know, it being um, psychological and in that, that point of view um, yeah. regarding that, I didn't really know much about it. I'll just say yeah, that. I, I, me too. Same over here. Right. I didn't really know much about that. Like, um, and it's crazy because now my major is psychology. So that's really what all I'm learning. Um, and it's actually mad because we kind of, uh, I feel like for a very long time we kind of undersurface it. I don't mm. know if that's a word, but you know what I mean. Point it now. Right, right. Um, but just to go off that, like, why do you think like this topic is often like looked down upon, especially in Christian ho- households, as well as I know, like for us, like African and Caribbean households. Right, right. Um, I, I think it's uh, I think it's looked down because of, of the pride in our culture. Mm. Um, we we don't want to come come to terms with you know, that I didn't raise my child right. We don't want to come to terms with maybe I lacked in, like I lacked as a parent or I lacked as a sibling. Um, so it's a lot of pride. So we don't want to, we want to sweep that under the rug, um, especially um, from the Christian standpoint. It's because the, even pride there in that sphere, we don't want to come to terms with people are actually struggling with things. Like essentially we, we're, um, as I've been told, We've been we we're so jump we're so quick to jump to, man. Demons are plaguing that person, and we don't think about mm. the the physical and the you know the physical aspects of it. Um, we're we're so quick to jump to okay, yeah, demons are plaguing it. Let's pray it away, and nothing's wrong with praying. We know in fact prayer is power, um, but we we have you know quote unquote faith and no works. Um, because faith without works is dead. Right, right, right. So, what verse is that actually? Um, that's in James. Okay, James. okay. I just <laughs> nah, that's so, true. That's true. So essentially, we want to say God's gonna handle it. But when we look at Jesus, and if we want to take the root of you know that person's you know being you know uh, played by demons, we can take the demoniacs, and Jesus physically did something. He healed them. He spoke to them. He comforted them. Mm. And we see a lot of our mental, you know, illnesses can be solved by simple remedies, you know. And let me put the, let me put it like this: simple remedies, essentially, that are not something that's overtly complicated. Because simply, we want to know that we are we matter, 
and that we are loved. And a lot of it comes from a point of, you know, we, we don't know those things. We don't know our identity. We don't know anything about, you know, who we are in Christ. Mm. And that's where, you know, confusion, division, and, you know, a lot of sicknesses come from because with the demoniacs, they, they didn't understand who Christ was at the moment. But thank God for who he is because he, he met them where they were at. And I think that's really, once again, full circle, I think that's where it really comes back to. Like, we don't want to really meet people where, at, where, where they're truly at because we will, we, will be have to, we will have to sacrifice, you know, our pride to do so. Right. Nah, man, that's, that's facts. I feel like one thing somebody has said to you, what you said, it reminded me, like, one thing someone has said to me, like, when, like, that pride thing, um, you know, like, mm-hmm. our parents don't want to think like that. But then again, it's like, when we're sick, like, basic sick, you know, you're taking your child to, like, you know, the, um, the hospital to get checkups and all that. But, like, when it's, like, when you're stressed or you're feeling anxiety, like, nah, that, that mm-hmm. can't be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like because it's not because it's not, you know, physical, it's not a physical thing we see, even mm-hmm. though it could be physical, like you, someone could definitely like um, deal with um, eating disorder or um, in stress that they lose weight and stuff like that. And you definitely could see that or their hair is falling out. I actually. Wow. Like I remember in high school, um, freshman year my my edges were falling out like and it wasn't because i was taking my it wasn't because i wasn't taking care of my hair well it was actually because of stress and like that kind of scared me because i was a bit Mm. young to be losing hair um Mm. but just to say that like because it's not you know actually like physical i feel like we kind of see that um we can't be taken care of like it's not it's not something to be dealt with hands on you get me so hence why they go straight to prayer oh this is something that can be prayed for you get me um and i feel like it's like you said it's important by all means pray oh for sure um but needless to say i feel like we definitely need to like you said faith without works is dead definitely need to be more hands-on about it um talk more about it be more aware about it um Mm -hmm. and like you said i feel like one thing especially like dealing with like the older generation um they kind of were ingrained to the fact that they dealt with it like not when they dealt with it, they ignored it in a sense that they, they couldn't deal with it. You get me? Like mm-hmm. they probably felt stressed. Like like I tell my like I say about my mom, my mom is probably one of the most hardest working women I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And as in like this girl runs a business, works night shift, always like and this business is like twenty four seven, you guys, always on her feet. And y'all, she works in like the mental field, I said mental, (laughs) the medical field. So, you know, she's dealing even with like um, the COVID and the whole like pandemic stuff, y'all. And I'd be like, ma, you know, you need to rest. Like, girl, you don't want to feel stressed. She was like, what is stress? I don't feel stressed. And then she'll be saying, you know, that's why I pray to God for strength every day. And I'm like, that's a great, that's great, ma. That's honestly, I, I, I even pray for you as well. But you still need a rest, babes. Like, you still need a rest. Mm-hmm. You're getting mm-hmm. older. Um, and I feel like we kind of need to bring awareness to, like, definitely the older generation as we're learning. Um, but, yeah, that's that's all I got to say about that. Um, I, find it, I find it interesting, like, 
because these conversations aren't really had like held most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. But like True. for for me personally, like I just want to know oh, how right, your right. take is. Um, how do you like deal? How do you deal with mental health? Like in a way, I know there's m- multiple ways to deal with it by all means, but like, how do we deal with it? I mean, like most teenagers, um, I struggle from uh, depression. Mm. I used to. Um, and how I dealt with it, uh, when I was in the world, um, I struggled with a lot. Um, depression was one of them, one of the things. But my coping mechanism was um, quite awful, actually. Um, I used to, you know, just have sex, um, to try to, you know, just release endorphins. Mm. So the depression, the depressing feelings would just go away even for a moment. Um, so that was how I coped with it then. Um, how I coped with it when I became Christian now. Well, hmm. That's an interesting question because, like, I was going to just simply say, like, I taste it to see that the Lord is good. <laughs> but... That's I'm, a solid answer, though. That's a solid answer. Right. I'm going to answer uh, even more practically, though. Um, essentially, it was understanding God's character, which mm. God's character, who God is, um, and who he says, what he says about me um, helped me to overcome this battle of depression. Um that's been plaguing me for years. Um, and it was, it was quite liberating. And it was just, it was like, it was liberating is the accurate word, but I can't even put it into words right now. <laughs> mm. No, I, I, I get what you mean. I definitely, I definitely rate that because you, for me personally, I definitely will say I definitely, um, I deal with, um, uh I don't, okay I'll, I'll just say the two i dealt with and then the one i'm dealing with i won't probably say because you oh, know vulnerable it's just not not yet not yet adrian i'm sorry but um <laughs> what i did what I, I i feel like i still deal with though like i mean depression i dealt with anxiety i feel like i'm still dealing with sometimes um when i'm in situations that i feel very uncomfortable in um, oh yeah, me too. Right. I'm so I'm dealing with anxiety. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna let you uh, take the floor. No, you're fine. You're fine. But yeah, no. And I feel like with one thing that I do, um, that kind of I once I got to understand like God's love for me and grace for me, I when I do fall in like back into like my, I don't want to say depressed no more, but down habits or like. Um, when I feel very down um, and my unhealthy habits start coming back again, it's like my well-being is, it feels very uneasy. Like, why am I in this state? So then I'm like, I'm, I have to like, I'm fighting. It's like the spirit and flesh are fighting against one another. And my spirit is like, from no, this can't be it. Like, and I'm thinking, right, this, this flesh feeling is not, it's not, it's not like, how do you call it? what's the word it's not me like it, it can't be me because mm-hmm. christ lives in me i can't i can't i can't no longer deal with this like if i feel very uneasy that's the word i feel uneasy so then i'm like no i have to i'm like god 
whatever this feeling I'm feeling, I know you live in me, so I need you to, you know, stop this feeling because I can't. It's it's too overwhelming. Um, before I used to be very comfortable being down. Like I could be in bed all day and feel fine, but then like later I'll be like, wow, I just wasted a whole day. I'll be like, you know what? Tomorrow I'll be more productive. Same day again. And same thing happens again. And then, you know, I'll feel I and I'll feel very uncomfortable I'll feel very comfortable doing that. But now it's like even when it's maybe for three hours that I'm like, I should get up and be active, be productive in my life. It's like, no, I can't I can't no longer be in that state no more. You get me? So I mm-hmm. I do agree with that. The fact that um seeing the light brings a perspective. I'm not saying that I don't deal with those days. Oh, I definitely do. But now it's the fact that it's like believing, having faith that that's not meant for me. That's not God's promise for me. I need to know that it's not it's not meant for me and I shouldn't be comfortable with that. Um, before I used to be, that's why people like with depression, they don't think they can get out of it because that's their mindset. But I just want to encourage anybody listening. That is not true. That is a lie. Um you are capable of overcoming that mindset. Um, I, I know think it's... like empowering. My, my apologies. No, you're fine. You're fine. I think empowering, like the mind, empowering someone's ability, and for the record, only God can empower you. Um, truthfully, empower you to understand that the power that you have, which is free will to choose Mm. a battle and choose the victory, which is the hope, you know, which is Christ, you know, choose hope. Right. right. Rather than despair, you know, helping someone understand that they have a choice is a very powerful thing. Mm. That's what Jesus did. He helped his hearers of the message understand like, hey, this choice of sin um, you don't have to pick this choice anymore. You you have a choice of righteousness now. You have a choice of, you know, freedom. Right, right. And a lot of times we don't know that we 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 can really choose freedom. We think that we are stuck in this prison of despair, and that we can never get out. And that's not true. That's definitely not true. Right, right. Um, but based off what you just said, like. I sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we feel like as though like God doesn't necessarily care about our mental health, and I feel like that's a lie for sure. But I wanted to like hear your perspective mm-hmm. on that because I remember we did have a Bible study earlier, and UW gave a whole this you guys this guy gave a whole presentation on what the Bible had to say about our health, and I was very like very pleased because I feel as though we kind of, we we um. Because it's the reason why it wasn't a big thing put in our faces is because we don't kind of um, see it in a biblical perspective and what God has to say about it. But we actually, um, what I found is God does have things to say about that. Like, that's not, but let me give the floor to you. To um, <laughs> well, that's, that's, an, that's an honor. That's an honor. Um, I guess I, well, I like starting in the Old Testament, um, as you know. You love um, the Old Testament. Oh my days! I, when I tell I'm you, really a New Testament type of gal. I don't know. Look, all right, but Old Testament I'm, has gems. I won't lie. Look, but I'm, I'm, as you say, I won't beat you. <laughs> so, 
What I'm saying is like kill me. the Old Testament is so saturated. It's so heaven, like heavily, like soaked up with Christ mm-hmm. that we forget that we legitimate for legitimately forget that these are Christ's words. It may not be in red, but these are Christ's words because whose spirit is moving the person writing? Mm. And I, and I, you know, I, I won't say much, but <laughs> Proverbs twenty three verse seven. I like this chapter. Um, it says, "For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink." Say, oh, I'm reading from a KJV Bible. I know, you know, I'm old school. Um, Eat and drink. Say to he, he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So essentially, that you know, the way you think, that's what you are. You know, you're a byproduct of your thoughts. Mm. And you can do something, but your heart not be truly in it because your intentions were corrupt from the beginning. Right. Well, we're talking about the, the psychological aspect of mental health, of, you know, the thought process, you know, how the mind works and, you know, um, very practically. So the other verse is verse 26. You can substitute my son with my daughter um, as for the sisters that are listening. It says, my son, give me thine heart and let thy eyes observe my ways. So essentially God is saying, let me have your heart. And we know um, this is just a, this is not, he's talking about, you know, not not talking about our physical heart because he already has all that. He's talking about our, our mind. He's talking about our mind. And he's essentially saying, you know, for a man thinking in his heart, so you don't think in your literal heart, you think in your mind. So He's saying, if you if I have your heart, your eyes will observe my ways. And the Bible also says in the Old Testament that, you know, you know, perfect peace, you know, basically is for them whose eyes are stayed upon you. And that's also in reiterating the New Testament. Um, so essentially God does care about our mental health. If he's talking about so much of our heart, he's talking about so much of cleansing our mind helping our mind like in um ezekiel 36 verse 25 through 33 he talks about giving you giving us a new heart a new spirit he's talking about all these things he's talking about literally i'm trying to change the way you think so it's me so help so will help you be beneficial to those around you you know in the service of you know christian work you know loving people you know He's talking about all these things surrounding our mental health. Right. Wow. No, nah, that's that's honestly fantastic. That's I, I love that. Well said. Well said. Um, but just to you definitely that's just, you basically just summed it up. That was perfect. That was so beautiful. Like I'm over here cheering up. <laughs> understand. understand. God, <laughs> we? But um, I definitely have um, some before we end. I definitely have some few few um responses or questions um from our audience um that i want to ask you i feel like well i mean i can't answer them too but i want i want to hear your take as well um our Mm -hmm. first one is um she was basically saying um distinguishing the difference between this is our first one she said distinguishing the difference between respecting parents while being independent and she said for example career choices um because she knows um she had to deal with uh 
it kind of like for example like if she i'm assuming the only reason i'm assuming is because i've talked to her so i'm assuming this is what she means but like um how that's probably has affected her mental health because she has to um she's fighting against you know choosing what the path she wants and what her path what the path her parents want um mm-hmm. so what advice would you give to her regarding wow. that wow see one thing because this is something that i myself was struggling with at one point mm-hmm. um i had to realize you know god had to tell me that essentially honoring our parents all the time is really good but it some a lot of the times it doesn't look like how we we portrayed in the church or how our parent may portray it because it says basically you know you have to obey your parents in the lord right so we often forget that like you often say you know honor thy parents and thy you know honor thy father and thy mother but literally if we're talking about the ten commandments the ten commandments are about god so it's honoring your parents in the Lord, not being disrespectful to, you know, hurt their feelings um, within reason. And yes, it may hurt them if you go to a different career path. If you know that that's what's gonna, that's where God is calling you, and you know, that's, that's where God's calling you and it's going to make you happy, then, you know, you listen to God rather than man at the end of the day. Um, and though it may hurt your parents' feelings, it's not necessarily... Let me play this. All hurt is not harm. All hurt is not harm. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to um, learn that, that all hurt is not harm because we think that something may hurt us. Like, for example, when God says, I'm going to try your faith, that's painful, but it's not harming us. You see? So he's just taking out the ugly parts. So just like just like that, I just uh, I would just, you know, give you the advice that, if God's leading you there, then go for it. Wow. Now, that's honestly deep. And I feel like that definitely ties into, like, the second response. She was talking about how, like, mental health needs to be taken seriously. But in a sense, it's not every day. It's the devil. It's the devil. She's saying the problem could be an individual, like, from your home. And how can that mm-hmm. be fixed? Mm-hmm. How can that be fixed? Wow. You know, I used to actually uh, be in a household where... Uh, um, where it's literally people tormenting each other, tormenting each other, um, and causing torment to, to myself. You know, I was just, you know, frustrated and stressed. I hope this answers the question, though, um, and what can be done about it. It's actually simple, but I don't know if you will like to answer. Um, essentially, is to pray for them. I know that's very simple. It seems religious and over-spiritualized, but it's it's simple, but it's true. After you give it to God, if you want to, by God's grace, if you still have something in your heart against that person, tell them. Tell them so you may be delivered from it. And even if they're not you know, receiving it, it's fine. It's completely fine. It doesn't matter what they say. As long as you tell them in you know, love because you want them to do better, you know, and you pray about it, it's, it's going to be fine. And it may not seem fine at that moment, but, you know, the Bible also says that before they will call, I will already answer them. 
that's in Isaiah. So before we even have a problem, God already know has a solution. Mm. That's crazy because, like, honestly, there was a moment in time, especially last year, where before I talked to somebody, I was like, and I kind of did it to you, Adrian, as well. Like, if you came, if you called me or something, you just, and like, I was trying to vent to you or something, you just told me to pray. I was just like, all right. Like, I, as soon as you said the word pray, I definitely tuned you out because I was like, we're constantly praying you get me but like nothing is happening that's why i feel like this whole like with dealing with mental health um it's like i need something physical i need to do something like you know hands on to fix it like you see physical we need to we take medicine we we wrap our we wrap our injuries you know we put a cast on you know we do remedies stuff like that but then when it comes to mental it's like something needs to be done and all you're telling me to do is just pray and in a sense, I, I, I was very, I would say I was a bit ignorant, but then I was like, I was a bit, I was lost in that sense. And I feel like you say like, it's a bit, it's a churchy response, but in a sense, I feel like that video you sent, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched part of it. And mm-hmm. I feel as though um, when we think about prayer, we think about, you know, speaking in tongues, spending like 10 minutes to sit down and pray, but essentially it's just talking to God. Um, not only about your needs, but also about him, who he is. Right. And I feel like realizing that, that can make us even feel much better. Um, and see mm-hmm. ourselves in the lens of him, you get me? And that wow. could probably change our mindset about who we are and the fact that we're sad, depressed, feeling low, um, dealing with anxiety, whatever the case may be, that that's not God's promise for us. So we strive, well, so we would strive to, you know, be better, be what God called us to be. Um, and that is to be his light, to be his child. Um, I am a daughter. Um, I definitely right. part of his family. Um, I, I smell like fragrance, stuff like that, little things like that. Um, I would definitely say, ask God to show you and help you to love that person. Mm. I'm telling you, mm. that is going to help you tremendously mm. because the Bible says in, in the New Testament now, yes, I'm going to quote the New Testament now. And um, I believe first John, it says that com- his commandments are not grievous. So basically what God, if God asks us to tell our brother or something or sister something that is bothering us, he's telling us, Hey, if he asks you to do it, it's something that's not actually, um, difficult or sad to do because you have you ever seen like a sad christian that's like oh god has asked me to do this god has asked me to do that mm. you know god says his commandments are not grievous so they're not straight they're not they're not gonna put a strain on you if he asks you to do something right so ask god because it's going to when you love him you keep his commandments that's what you know the bible right, says right. so if you love him his commands will not be grievous to you if you don't love him then your his commands will be grievous so if you love the person it would, it's going to be easy to, you yeah, know, yeah, just forgive yeah. them. No, I, I, that's such a beautiful, beautiful response because I actually know the person that definitely sent that. And I feel like that is just so, I feel like it's hard for us to actually not even love like others, but even love ourselves. But when God shows you in the lens of Christ you'll be mind blown like that's the answer that's literally that's literally the perfect answer thank you adrian oh my gosh wow. great 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 oh my days um 
but yeah, that was perfect. We can just end it off there. <laughs> but um, before we do, just one thing. Um, what is one thing you would like for our audience to either know about you or any encouragement or advice you would give to them regarding mental health or whatever? Um, before we go. Um, well, I'm going to be uh, professionally helping people with their health um, very soon. Um, I would say in about three weeks, so I'll be helping people professionally with their health. So you can uh, contact Bethel um, if you want. If you want I'll, I'll put your information down below. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm I'm gonna be you know coaching people um, to how to live a better life, you know, and obviously you know because I'm Christian, you know, helping them see it through the lens of the Bible. No, that's that's actually amazing. Oh my days, Adrian, that's 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 wild. Um, I think, I think that's just so amazing, like, because it's not necessarily like you're, wait, a quick question, this might be a dumb question, like, do you aspire to be a doctor or anything like that, or? Not a doctor, Okay, 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 so that's what I was thinking, so that's the thing, and I feel like it's not necessarily like, you know, like, the the basic doctor, nurse type, but definitely Mm -hmm. dealing with health in a sense, um, that it's like in a different avenue, but in but then, like, what's beautiful about it is it's through the lens of Christ. And I just find that amazing. But thank you so much, Adrian, um, for tagging along. This is great. I definitely learned something. That last statement you said definitely, it blew my mind. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and also, thank you to anyone who's listening, tuning in right now. Um, please look forward to my next ep- episode. My next episode honestly can't wait um for you guys for that one specifically i can't wait for that one as well um but yeah (laughs) this has been a pleasure this has been really fun really adrian yeah i I, i'm i'm having a blast are you are you really yes okay okay thank you you. honestly all right you guys love Thank you.